It is Chav Beis Kislev, Tavshin Pei Gimel, 22nd of the month of Kislev, 5783, here at the database of Rabbi And here at Inyana Diomi, we'll be going back to earlier today, which was Chav Aleph Kislev, the 21st of Kislev. And this week's Parshas, Parshas Vayeshev. And today's Daf is Nadarim Daf Nun. That is 50 in Nadarim. And this year is being dedicated to the Rafua Shalema, Imi Marasi, Chaya Rachel Bas Shalamas. Now, for this particular shear, there will be what I will refer to as a tease and a plug to a previous shear that we did on a different series on the database, and that was the Real Talk Torah series. And that is because today's daf actually records a Gemara that we had way earlier in the daf Yomi cycle, when it came up in the Sechus Tainus, and we reviewed that Gemara also during the week of Parshas Vayeshev due to the connection that we noted. And that connection, as you can see in the title, is the idea of the Nisayon of handsomeness. So, what exactly um, does our Gemara have to do with that discussion? Well, our Gemara actually seems to take us to the other side and talk about not handsomeness, but the opposite, ugliness. And how ugliness apparently is something that's very compatible, in fact, a great conduit for someone to learn Torah. The Gemara that we saw in the past and now comes again on Nadarim, Dafnun, Amr Beis. So the same Gemara appeared earlier in Tainus and Dav Zion. And the Gemara says like this, so the daughter of the Caesar said to Rabbi Shabbat Chananya, Torah the beautiful Torah, you have a magnificent Torah, but it's in an ugly vessel. So Amar La, he says back to her, He says, let me explain to you based on what happens in your own father's house. Where do you store wine? So what does she answer? So we put it into earthenware vessels. Amar Lai says to her, Well, Kuli Amar Bin Fakhra, about Timba Mani de Fakhra. He says, is that, all, is that all you have? Right? He, um, he, um, he says, Is it conceivable that everyone stores their wine in earthenware, but you also do? Because you're rich. You're the daughter of the Caesar, of the Emperor. You should put it in silver and gold. So that's exactly what she did. And again, almost responding in kind to this, uh, this princess. Why do you put your special wine into an ugly earthenware vessel? So And lo and behold, she puts it into the she puts the wine in the silver and gold vessels, and then it spoils. Amar Allah, he said to her, Afar He says the same thing is true with the Torah. Now she responds, one second. You're saying that Torah is better in an ugly vessel, but what about the good-looking Talmud Chachamim? Amar Allah, he responds to her, Yehavu snu havo gemirin tfei. Um, um, so she, she respond, um, he responds, if they had been ugly, they'd be even better with their Torah. And that is uh, the, um, the end of this Gemara. But you know what? While we are still on this Gemara, I'll, we'll, draw another, um, we'll draw another connection to the topic of handsomeness as it appears in our Parsha. So the Gemara continues on the, on the topic of someone being ugly. It's a certain woman that she came before Abihuda in the city of Narda because she was going to be in a lawsuit and she was found guilty in judgment. So Amr so she said to him, She says, Would Shmuel, your teacher, have judged me in this, in this way? In other words, I'm innocent. Why are you making me guilty? Your, your own Rebbe Shmuel would have judged me differently. So Amr Lai says to her, she says, he says, you, 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 you knew Shmuel? You knew my Rebbe? In. She says, yeah, I definitely did. And she tried to prove that she knew him. She said, Yeah, he was, he was short, he was a little bit fat, a little chubby, and he, uh, he, had, he had dark skin, and, and, he, and his teeth were very large. 
So Amr Lai says to him, You came here just to be Mavaza, to insult my Rebbe's appearance. He put her in, in excommunication. And then all of a sudden, her own belly split open and she died. Almost as if it's, it seems that by when she was disrespecting Rabbi Yehuda, he kind of opened her up to insult his Rabbi, and when she did, she uh, she passed away. So it seems that um, we have we have two different uh, versions of of of, of or I should say two different perspectives, attitudes on ugliness. It seems that ugliness, colloquially, we assume that that's an insult if someone's ugly, right? But if uh, someone's and someone's good looking, we compliment them. However, we saw from Rabbi Shub and Chananya that ugliness actually is even greater for Torah learning. And yet, in the second Gemara, when, when, Sh- when um, Shmuel, the Rebbe of Rabbi Huda, is insulted because uh, the woman calls him not good-looking or she describes him in a, in a not nice way, it seems from that Gemara that ugliness is still considered an insult nonetheless. So what exactly is the nature of these uh, two uh, different attitudes? Are they two different attitudes? Is there a contradiction? So I will tell you now that unfortunately I will not give you the full answer, and that is because I want you to listen to a different share of mine, which I've already put in the description. And in, um, in the two-part mini-series, which we gave earlier, um, a, couple of, um, a year or two ago, and it was a very fascinating share, if I do say so myself, one of the more interesting titles, obviously, The Ugly Talmud Chacham, a two-part mini-series. And the last time we saw the Gemara in Tainus, we looked at it in connection to the very famous Gemara, about Yosef Atzadik. Which Gemara is that? Well, there's the Gemara that talks about three individuals um, who are Machai of everybody. Right? Um, if, if you're poor, you are still responsible to learn Torah. If you are rich, guess what? That itself is also not enough of any Sion to pater you from Torah learning. And then, of course, what about the Russia, who might be good-looking? So the Gemara in Yoma, on Daflamid Hay, says that Yosef Atzadik is Machai of the Russia, And there... The Gemara goes out of its way to demonstrate and elaborate on the story of Yosef at the Ganesh's Potiphar, explaining, despite the Nisayon of good looks, which also might explain why ugliness is better for Torah learning, you don't have that much of the Nisayon there, but despite that, Despite the Nisayon, Yosef was able to overcome, and in fact, Yosef Atzadik is Mechaev, the Rasha. So how we look at all of those Gemaras together, so I left it there for you. I posted in the description with this year, the, um, the, the two-part mini-series to the Ugly Talmud Chacham, so you can get a better um, and more rich appreciation of all of these Gemaras, and I really much encourage you to go listen to them, because you will be very fascinated by it, and you will come out learning something, and uh, Bez Hashem, you will very much enjoy it. While we are still here, I'll just make one more little plug, and that is, I was um, wondering back and forth if I should do this, if I should um, extend in Yana Diyomi to the, the Dafiyomi Yerushalmi cycle that is going on right now. And the reason that I thought of doing that is because the Dafiyomi in Yerushalmi and Brachos, um, there were a couple of connections that I noticed back when uh, the Yerushalmi Brachos was up to Daf Yodala, Daf Tesvav, that was the week of Parshas Vayetze, but the Gemara elaborated at length on Modim Darabonan, the passage of Modim that we all say in our own Chazar Sashats um, to thank Hashem. So right there, Parshas Vayetze, where we have Hapam Oda Has Hashem, we know the Gemara in Brachos and Babli Brachos, Tav Zayin, says that Leah Imenu was the first one to ever express Hoda'a to Hashem, and um, what exactly that means, a discussion perhaps for another time. Uh, maybe it would have been a great discussion a couple of weeks ago. Um, but the connection between Leah Imenu and the concept of Hoda and Modim, so that was one connection that I noticed. And a connection just for this week, 
between Vayeshev and the Yerushalmi and Brachos. We, um, in a couple uh, a couple of days ago's daf was um, Brachos daf Lamed in the Yerushalmi, where the Gemara talks about Yosef's reappearance. You know that Yosef disappeared. Yosef at Sadik, he disappears in this week's parsha, and the Gemara had been discussing the death of Rabbi Simon. The Gemara says. So when Reb Simon passed away, so Reb Shimon Bar Zvid, when he, sorry, when sorry, when Shimon Bar Zvid passed away, Rabbi Eli eulogized him. So yes, when sorry, when Rabbi Simon Bar Zvid died, um, Rabbi uh, Rabbi Eli eulogized him. He said there are four things in the world, and if they get lost, they have a replacement. And he lists the different things that get lost; they still have a replacement. But he says if a Talmud Chacham passes away, so who's going to be the replacement, right? So he says, "Aval Talmud Chacham Shemais Mi Mevi Lanu Chalifaso Mi Mevi Lanu Misumaraso." Who's going to be the substitute, right? Like um, we lost Rachman Kanievsky. People wonder who's going to be the next Gadol Ador. That's a silly question, like because who how for for. Get the title of Gadol Dor, but who's going to replace the great Talmud Chacham? So the Gemara explains the Chachma Me'ay and Timotze ve'Eze Makom Bina ve'Nelam Me'Ene Kol Chai. And so, meaning the the Chachma, it's hidden. Who can ever find it again? Based on the pasuk in Yehov. So just to connect to our our parsha, Am Rabbi Levi Im Achei Yosef Al Al Shemotzi Mitzia Yatzelibam Dichsevei Yatzelibam. So Anu Shavanu Es Rabbi Simon Bar Zvid Al Achas Kama Vakama. So Rabbi Levi said, and um, with regards to Rabbi Simon's passing, he says that the brothers of Yosef, their lave escaped them, their heart escaped them, the Pasuk says, when they found Yosef. They, and meaning Yosef wasn't even lost. They saw him again and his heart was gone. So when you lose something, when you lose Rabbi Simon Bar Zvid, you lose a Talmud Chacham. So how much more so does your heart escape you? So just another connection to our story in the part that we're doing this week. So tonight we just gave a couple of shout-outs to the Rishalmi Dafyomi when we're looking at Masachas Brachos. Uh, now we have, of course, to go along with the conversation about the ugly Talmud Chacham. You should go back and listen to the Shiram on that. Until next time, if you enjoyed these Shiram and others like it on the podcast and you want to join up with us with a sponsorship or if you want to be a part of the database podcast WhatsApp group or if you have questions, comments, concerns, or recommendations, all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data than base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us here at The Database.